0: will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR and marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. to Start Scale Succeed. Today's episode is a recording of an Instagram Live I did with Vix Melju, who is an Instagram expert and also the founder of Grow & Glow, which is a community for creative businesses and provides training, content and community for entrepreneurs who want to grow their online business and presence. So Vix offers a lot of training on Instagram and is very intentional about what she posts. And we talk about visibility, we chat about reels, we talk about finding your rhythm and also making Instagram enjoyable for you and being intentional with your content. So I hope you enjoy and I will chat to you again soon. Hello, good evening. Nice to see you this evening. I am going to be joined with Vix Melju, who is the founder of Grow With Vix and a couple of other Instagram accounts, which I'm going to talk to you about in a moment. And um, Vix is a Instagram expert and she's going to be talking about visibility, growing your brand on Instagram. And I'm just going to invite her in now. Thanks for joining me. And I was just giving a quick intro in terms of that you are the founder of Grow With Vix and you help uh, founders and freelancers show up as the face of their brand. And combined with the three accounts that I know you have, so Grow with Vix, uh, Grow and Glow and 30 Day Reels, um, you have about 70,000 followers. So you know a lot about growing a brand, Instagram, even though it's not your, but you know, you've not been doing it for too long. But if you could just explain a little bit to people um, how you started and how, you know, what you do as a, as a founder, as a business owner.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I've actually been teaching um, building on your Instagram for um, probably about five years now, but it was okay. mi- it mixed in with blog mainly, kind of teaching bloggers um, blog like how to grow their blog. So it's only really been uh, the last year and a bit that I've just zoomed in on specifically Instagram and less so on the blogging side of things. Um, but yeah, I. Um, was an ex-primary school teacher, I taught primary school for about six plus years, um, but left teaching in 2018 to be like a, a full-time blogger, full-time content creator. Um, and it was there at the same time as doing the kind of blogging content creating, sponsored blog posts, sponsored Instagram posts, that I started coaching other bloggers how to build their Instagram, how to build their blogs and also get kind of sponsorships and stuff. And um, And then that's where Grow & Glow was initially born. So Grow & Glow is my membership. Um, It was originally for bloggers and influencers, but it's gone through many iterations now over the two years that we've been live. And now our main focus is, just like you said earlier, helping founders and freelancers uh, to show up on Instagram really and and get that visibility for their business.
0: And I mean, I work with a lot of product entrepreneurs. So, and what what do you find is the biggest problem for people and visibility what are their biggest kind of roadblocks Mm.
1: for product-based businesses it's definitely um, not being the face of the business and not being able to um, be confident to have that human connection it's kind of hiding behind the product hiding behind product photos and 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 selling the product and pushing the product um, but without being able to make that kind of human to human connection that worry of kind of you know, it's about the product, it's not about me. And that worry of putting themselves out there as the founder or the, you know, the person behind the product. Um, and then they see that kind of lack of engagement, lack of, um, <clears throat> yeah, connection with their community and they feel like they're doing a terrible job about it, but it's just getting over that hurdle of uh, putting themselves out there as well as their products. And do you have any tips that you can share
0: to help people do that?
1: yeah definitely Um, you should be definitely utilizing like all of Instagram's features but specifically stories it's that it's literally does what it says on the tin it's where you tell the story of your brand the story behind your brand and um, so that's a great place to um, show who is behind the brand and make that connection Um, also lives like this uh, jumping on with similar products in, either in your same industry or in complementary industries to talk about your business and how you found it and, and everything behind behind the business um, and therefore talk about your products. And then fun mediums like Reels. um, You can see some really great product businesses on Reels uh, showcasing their products, showcasing the kind of uh, behind the scenes, how to package, how to mail out, how to build. Um, So, yeah, just jumping on those kind of Instagram features that let you have that more of that connection. And in terms of frequency,
0: You hear a lot of talk about between frequency and consistency. What's your kind of take on that? What do you think, what do you advise people to do?
1: So I'm kind of the opposite of the like anti, I'm kind of like an anti-hustle Instagram person. Um, The way I see it is if you post a hundred times a day, of course you're going to, grow your account quicker than somebody who can post three times a week. Um, but you are a business owner who not, Instagram is not your whole business. You are making the product, you are selling it, you are um, working with manufacturers, you're doing the admin, you're doing the customer service, you're doing the, the ads, like you, you're you doing so many different elements um, of your business. And Instagram is just one part of it. So if you are trying to create a hundred pieces of content a day, other areas of your business is going to suffer so you need to almost create yourself like a minimum viable pattern of creation and if that's something if you can stick to two posts a week but you know you can stick to that for the foreseeable that's so much better than trying to post those 100 posts in a day and then being so overwhelmed with everything else that you then just don't come on instagram for 10 weeks because you're like ah overwhelmed tired yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: For those people that well so there's a couple of things in terms and before i go on actually anyone who's got any questions that come to them or if there's anything that sparks a, a question just put it in the comments and, and we'll hopefully get to it for those people that are starting out and are really worried about really afraid of the visibility thing is there anything that you advise to help them get over it or anything they can practice or
1: yeah, you it's, know, they,
0: um, record the, the, they can record the stories and yeah, just send it to a friend and just kind of, you know, what would you advise for them to try and get over that hurdle of just, because I found before I never did stories. Now I kind of don't shut up to be honest, but um, before, like, I never did them because I felt I always had to have something really important to say. And that's, mm. I don't think it's <laughs> the case, you know, but what would be your advice on that?
1: Yeah. I was actually talking about this in our membership group, um, a couple of nights ago, actually. And you have to make Instagram a positive habit, just like Mm -hmm. you make going for a workout every day or showering in the morning or cooking a meal each night. You have to make it a positive habit. And you have to know that going on stories, creating that connection, popping up those reels, creating that grid content, is moving your business forward it's growing your community it's growing the connection with your community so you have to just get on with it and not make it a a burden or anything like that but turn it into a positive habit Um, and that is only going to come with practice and i see it all the time you know people that are just starting out who've got four posts up on their grid who say vix help me i'm really bad at instagram and i haven't got many followers and i'm just like you've been doing it two minutes like chill out um I, if anybody's read um james clear um, atomic habits he talks mm-hmm. in there about explore and exploit so when you're just starting out you're in explore phase you need to be trialing out what methods do you, do you like going live do you like making reels do you prefer photos do you prefer infographics like it's your time to play and find the rhythm that you like the types of content that you like it's your t- time to kind of find your audience see what type of stuff they like what they engage with what they don't engage with and only then when you've got that good idea of okay this is the content that i love to create and it's also the content that my audience loves me to create that's when you exploit it and i don't mean exploit in a bad way i mean it in like you found your rhythm crack on with it
0: i love that in terms of making it a positive after habit and not being i think some people I'm just going to. I had a pen there a minute. There's my pen. Actually, I was making some notes, and none of my pens worked. But um, you know, I love that idea of positive habits because sometimes you can. Some people can build up Instagram as this thing in the room that they really just don't want. They really resist and don't want to do. But for growing your business, it's a ne- it's necessary. And you know, once you get used to it, and like you say, doing what you enjoy, it then it's not a burden. It's a bonus, you know, and it's mm-hmm. and I think for those product businesses and any type of business, I think that if you relate it back to if you had a bricks and mortar store and there were customers there, like so you have followers, but you never went on stories and you didn't really do anything except change the shop window essentially like your grid post, you're ignoring your, there's these people that are outside and you're just not talking to them or they're coming into your shop, but you're not saying, hi, how can I help you? Guess what new delivery we had in. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when when you relate it to that, people go, oh yeah, that's, that's really, really, you know, it's really relatable. It's yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking to my customers or I'm not talking to my potential customers, Mm -hmm. you know, and you would never in real life, ignore someone, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's sometimes what that feels like. And what about people who have um, who have a, a you know a strong following, but have either plateaued or have kind of fallen out of love with it?
1: Yeah, and that what does would you happen. Suggest? I think that does happen because you get into maybe you've been in such a consistent rhythm and like with everything, you need a break. Even if you go back to your shop front um, analogy there, um, you need holiday. You need to be able to shut the shop down or or leave it in in sort of welcome hands that you can take a step back. So you do need breaks, but sometimes when you do have a break, it feels harder to get back into it and harder to show up again. Um, So that's when those things can kind of suffer and plateau because you're a bit kind of like out of the loop of it you're out of practice you're out of habit um that's one reason another reason could be that instagram's changed its kind of features maybe it's introduced something like reels and you haven't jumped on it um and therefore you've kind of your content isn't being reached by as many people because you're not kind of keeping up with the new features maybe um You've just kind of lost sight of your original goals and your original message and your original kind of people that you're speaking to, and you've gone down that kind of comparison thing of oh this business is doing that and this person's doing that and this person doing that and you've lost your way. There's loads of ways that you can end up plateauing, for sure. But it's all about just bringing it right back. If it means having a bit of a break, it's taking a big step back and having a big overview of everything and saying okay what is my business, what is my message, what is my mission, who are my audience, and what do I need to do to take them from being a complete stranger who's never heard of my business before, to buying something, to working with me, or whatever, what do I need to do to to get them from A to B kind of thing, and then just go right back to the basics of that content that you need to be creating to help them on that journey. So yeah, I think just zooming out and just going, okay, I'm going to allow myself this break. I know if I take a a week off, a month off, when I come back, it's going to feel like I've been away for years, but I need it for that fresh, yeah, fresh overlook of everything.
0: And I think like you say, it's really important (laughs) that when people, sometimes they can get on this hamster wheel and be like, I just need to get something out. I just need to get something out. It just needs to, and then it becomes slightly irrelevant. It might not be what your followers or your customers, whichever looking for and it's about like you say kind of revisiting going back to the drawing board and going right okay what does my what are my brand values what does my brand stand for what are my content pillars whichever way you know it, it works for you and just saying right okay I'm going to refocus and concentrate on that and then you mentioned reels and that's something that I've really struggled to get on board with and I know you know it's one of those things you go I know I really need to do this and I've messaged you before I think that's how I first found you was through 30 day reels. And I was like, I know I need to do this. Um, is there any way for someone who isn't used to doing reels? Is there any like where you say is an easy way to either get started or the ones that are particularly the easiest ones to do, or again, like the frequency of reels. And I know that you are very up on any kind of new things that Instagram is bringing out or, you know, and all the kind of Intel from them. Is there anything that you would, say is it is it like the consistency piece again or or is it slightly different with reels
1: yeah definitely it's about it's 100 percent consistency with reels it's try if you can do one a week two a week three a week just try and find your rhythm that you can do you can do it and and stick with it um in terms of an easy in to reels um definitely check out the 30 day reels thing account because we do have a lot of like simple tutorials if it's your first yeah. reel that you're making but another tip is you could look at people that are other small businesses again a similar industry or complementary industry and see the type of reels they're creating um because I think sometimes where our fear of reels comes in is that we think it's all dancing it's all pointing and lip syncing and it's all of the kind of whichever whichever kind of style of reel we think oh that's what I really don't want to do that's what we assume everything is but there are so many fantastic businesses out there of a huge wide range of variety. We've seen jewelers, we've seen wedding shops, um, equestrian teachers, um, bakers, craft makers, co- like literally every niche we've seen over on the 30 Day Reels Thing account and through my account too. We've seen all a wide variety of people uh, go for ne- um, reels and they can take the same real idea and just apply it in so many different mm. ways. So think about the, the vibe that you want to get across for your brand as well. If your brand is really fresh and fun and silly and out there, give the dancing a go. Give the silly like lip syncs and voiceovers a go. If your brand is a bit more serious, a bit more classic, a bit more kind of understated, and um, perhaps it's more showing like your process or showing yeah. behind the scenes, you know. So try and look at similar brands and um, not to copy their content or do the exact same thing, but see what they're doing and see how you can put your spin on it.
0: Yeah. Great. And I think there's some questions I don't know. Normally I see them come through in the, in, in, in the chat. Um, in terms of times to post, uh, there's a question from resolve to play about if there's a best time to post that they go by insights, but um, sometimes they have a quicker response when they um, just post at random times. So do you, anything about times to post?
1: Again, it's it, it's that explore. I know that I, I've done it before where I postly at 8 a.m. every day and I've gone, oh, okay, this is a good time for me. It's getting good engagement. There's good chats going on. And then for whatever reason, I've gone, oh, I'm going to post at 10 today or midday or six o'clock or eight o'clock and it's not done as well. I can't tell whether that's because the time that I've posted or is it the hashtags I used or is it the actual content itself might not have been as strong before. It might not have had as as good a message. It might not have resonated as much. It's so hard to tell. Um, So that's why I love just exploring with it. So it's, it's a balance. It's exploring different times and seeing which one you think, Oh, okay, this has made a bit of a difference in engagement if it has, but then also how it fits in with your rhythm, maybe you're a morning poster, maybe you prefer the evening. Um then there's also your idle audience's kind of rhythm. Are they working? Are they working 12 hours a day? Are they not working? Can they be on Instagram all day? You know, kind of working out from there <laughs> um a good a good vibe. Uh, Manu from your social team made a really good point on one of our lives. We do a live every Thursday about Instagram and she said if you post in the if you post in the morning your audience almost has all day yeah. to see it, to be served that piece of content. Um, they probably could be served it the next day, but because part of the algorithm is all about timeliness and recency, um, you've got a better chance if it's, you know, in, in within that day. Whereas if you post... 7, 8, 9 p.m. at night, you might get a big rush of people who are just checking Instagram before bed, but then they're going to go to sleep for 8 to 12 hours um, and not be served your content. So that's something to bear in mind. I personally have explored, and for, for myself, I'm mornings now just work better. Um, but it used to be a time where 8 p.m. worked better. So you just have to, yeah, it keep it
0: exploring. Yeah. And I think and one of the comments... Um, when you're talking about reels then before you know you can go on to similar accounts like you said and you can check on the reels and you can see the views and i'm not and i don't mean to but you can see what's worked well what hasn't worked well for other other accounts that are similar to yours so it's like it's just competitor research really essentially and what fits then what type of thing fits your brand and um one of the questions that came through was from basic freedom and it was they've had a bit of a break from instagram do they, and for those people, I know a lot of people with COVID and homeschooling and working from home and running a side hustle and everything else, Instagram might have been a bit put to the side. So for those people that have had a break, do they just come back on and as if nothing has happened, do they do a reintroduction post? You know, how do, um, what would be your advice for that for the people that have had, say, a longer break um, than a couple of weeks
1: yeah, I mean, you absolutely can do that. But I think sometimes we forget that, and I mean this in the most loving and nicest way possible, but the only people that care about our Instagrams are us. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually no, nobody in the nicest way possible really cares that you've been away for two weeks. Oh, it's nice to have you back. Oh, your content is back again. Brilliant. But they weren't sat there pining for you. Yeah. No, it
0: is. It's exactly true. I think that like you can build it up to be this, oh, I, I need to go on. I've, and like, this is, you know, I've not been on for months but what will I say and it's like like you yeah. say people haven't really noticed that you've not been there yeah. you know
1: yeah. we're following yeah. hundreds of people aren't we some of us are following thousands of people we're following hundreds of people um to do it if you feel like you want to if you feel like you've you know if it's something you want to do absolutely crack on I never tell people don't post this don't do that yeah. um but you don't have to you don't have to do it um one of my big things I always say to people is that I'm such a big fan of batching content. And that's why we recently launched our gram and go service is that if you are the type of person who loses motivation, you lose, you know, um, you need more breaks. You've got, you're juggling 400 million things. Try and have a batch of content, a bank of content that you've got that you can fall back on so that you don't post every day for three months and then suddenly need two weeks off you've got stuff yeah. there you can post whilst you're gone you can schedule it up whilst you're gone um, and then it never feels like you're away it just keeps that kind of uh, momentum going um so yeah I, I really do recommend um when you ca- when you do have time to sit down and batch as much uh, content as you can whether it's reels whether it's pre-recorded stories whether it's uh, your grid posts um and so that when you know, oh, gosh, I am exhausted. I'm sick of Instagram. I hate everyone. This app is driving me crazy. I need some days off. Um, you've got stuff that can still be going out. So you're maintaining that consistent kind of presence. And so the
0: other um, businesses that you have founded that you've been involved in. So explain what is that? What, how can it help um, founders? Just give a little bit of background on that.
1: Yeah, amazing, thank you. Uh, So we have two services, we have Grow & Glow and we have Gram & Go. Uh, Grow & Glow is our membership community. We're actually closing the doors um, at the end of June uh, for the summer, we won't be opening up again until September, but it's essentially a membership for founders and freelancers who are using Instagram, who all share the same Instagram struggles? Like when our reels, drafts get deleted, or hashtags suddenly don't work for us anymore, we're all sharing in the same struggle. And it's where we have uh, masterclasses on, we have that like, core content. There's everything Instagram. So every, all of my trainings, all of my knowledge, I've poured into this kind of core content that you can take. And then we have monthly masterclasses on Instagram, areas of business. Uh, July, we've got one uh, all about messaging. And then in uh august we've got one all about pricing um and yeah then some exciting things coming up at the end of the year so that's for people who who are building their instagrams themselves but just want that support and then we've got gram and go which is our monthly just on
0: the the growing low on the membership then every month you have like um the start of the month you have the uh content tips and uh templates and that's all part of the membership as well isn't it
1: so that's separate so that is gram and go That's our new service, Um, and that's where you get a monthly content kit at the start of every month, and in there you get 16 story prompts, 12 grid post templates, 8 reels ideas, and caption frames. So again, if you're that type of person who just wants that extra handhold with content, uh, you want to have that bank of content you can fall back on when you need time out, when you need to do all of the other things in your business. uh, We've got expertly designed content uh, designed by our copywriter, our graphic designer, myself and our digital marketing manager. So you have our team in your pocket. And how active
0: with the 30 day reels account that you have as well, how active, because I know that started, I think was it earlier this year and um, with yourself and Alice yeah. and then just exploded a little bit. And was it only supposed to, were you going to shut it down after 30 days or what was the plan with that?
1: Yeah. our initial, We just wanted to help everyone get started with reels. So our initial plan was let's try and do 30 days of um, reels ideas, Sharing tips in stories, sharing content on the grid, and giving you some tutorials, giving you some inspiration. Um, but yeah, it did. It, lots of people found it super helpful because they were like, "Oh my gosh, this has actually helped me with Reels." So Alice and I then put together a. A mini reels course which you can still access uh, the link is in the bio over there just to go into a, if you wanted that next layer of kind of Reels support um, and then we thought okay we'll come back and do some more tutorials because reels had started to change it started to add some things up um, so we gave it another kind of 30 days it, we haven't uh, posted on it for a little while yet we're kind of trying to figure out now where we can help people next what people still need help with with, with reels um, but we've also just left it there because it's got such a great bank of tutorials and yeah. ideas that you can still just go and access
0: no it's great I refer a lot of my clients to if they're like how do I know it's I was like go from the beginning and just work your way through yes. and but it is it's very easy to follow so if those people if there's people that are listening and like oh god I know I need to get on with reels I would go to the 30 day reels account and just go very beginning and you'll find the ones that work for you that if you're not into finger pointing and all that kind of stuff there's other ones that that you can do and um one of the another thing that I wanted to ask you about: Have you seen so the people that you've worked with, um, and if you can, if you can share, you don't need to name any names if you if you can't. But um, how have you seen them progress whilst working on their content, and what are the things that they have done that have changed the engagement? And I think that's such a big thing as well in terms of people can post and you can get the likes, but it's actually getting people to engage. So one would be for those people that you've worked with that haven't been getting the engagement. Was there something that they did that changed that they then were able to increase their engagement? If you could um, touch on that a bit.
1: Yeah, massively. What I find is with a lot of our members on Glow, and Learn, I know there's a couple of members uh, watching so they can attest to this, is that you know, you're, you're full to the brim with tips and try this and post it this time and use these hashtags and that kind of thing. So you're tipsed out and you, you can apply all the tips, but if you do not have your strategy, that's where you go wrong and that's what we help members do in grow and glow is that we help them really define the purpose of your account your ideal audience member how you can take that audience member from landing on your page and thinking who who the heck is this person to oh my gosh i'm a super fan i love everything you do how you can discover your content pillars how you can make that blend of content from your grid reels lives stories um all towards nurturing people in your community um And and that's often the thing that is the biggest kind of game changer. Um, We've got one example of a member who joined us right at the beginning. And at the time she was a food blogger and kind of just was like interested in sharing food and it was very general food. And we talked a lot about niching down and being more specific and reaching a sort of more select section of her audience. And she pivoted to being like a seasonal food blogger where she would uh, teach everything about growing your own food and taking kind of seasonal food and making recipes from there. Uh since she did that, she like went from about 7k to about 15,000 followers, launched recipe books um that sold really well. I think she'd launched a Patreon and that was just from honing down on that strategy. Um and it's and it's very similar with lots of, of our service-based businesses, but also our product-based businesses who um especially a product-based business, you know your product so well, um, but you don't always understand the strategy of getting your product across in terms of the messaging you should be using, in terms of who you want to be targeting, in terms of how to balance being salesy, but building the community. Um, so yeah, that's what we try to help people the most with, is just nailing that strategy.
0: Great. And one of the questions from Anya from Dainty Bear is, um, And it was, she's asking about getting the balance right between showing personal and business. Um, Would that be just what feels right to them and not forcing it or what would you suggest?
1: Yeah, I actually did a post about this last week. So it's a conversation that I've been having a lot is that we we follow people online and we follow people who we either don't know anything about or we follow people who we think, oh my gosh, I I know what you had for breakfast every day this week. and i think the only people who could how much we should share is ourselves and how much we're com- comfortable with yeah. sharing. the more you share the deeper the connection but you need boundaries and you need to protect yourself and you need to protect your own kind of you know privacy and and keep whatever you want to keep offline so it's up to you to decide where your balance is um I don't necessarily think that people who are more successful in business are the ones who share every single thing and I don't necessarily think that people who share less are any less successful I think you need to figure out your balance of what are you comfortable with sharing but also what's kind of on brand to share (laughs) and thinking about it more strategically and then also what can you share or what opportunities of things can you share which is going to help you create that connection you actually want to create that you know i could go on to my stories and talk every single day today i'm watching parks and rec tomorrow i'm watching the office today i'm watching this on netflix that's that might have a great old chat and the D- dms and i might have loads of people be like oh i love that tv show oh this is brilliant are they going to become a client are they going to join my membership possibly not so mm. what thinking about those opportunities for sharing that's productive for business but then stuff that you want to share because you're happy to share it and you want to share it and you're you're comfortable to share it
0: yeah no, i agree and before i let you go i for those that don't know you launched your own brand um this year earlier this year yes. wasn't it and Ruby and Olive. So, just tell me how that came about. So, you're not busy enough doing everything that you're doing. So, you decided to launch your own pet brand.
1: Yeah um so i've got so i had a we had a -a cockapoo puppy called olive who passed away sadly last year and we've got a -a cockapoo puppy called ruby um and i always was essentially the story is really shortly is that olive was very precious of her things looked after them really well very delicate ruby tears everything apart so we had all of olive's hand-me-downs to ruby and then she tore everything apart and then we were like oh my gosh this is so much plastic there's so much waste this like we're buying all of this stuff and it's plastic 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 feeling terribly you know I'm not the most eco person I'm not perfect when it comes to that but I've been trying to really make changes and I thought we need somewhere where we can buy more eco-friendly or have more eco-friendly choices for our pet products and so I was like I know I'll do it. I'll launch a marketplace that shares like eco-friendly dog choices Um, completely don't have the capacity for it, completely overwhelm myself with everything. Um, but it's been really nice. It's been really nice learning about e-com and the product side of business. Um, it's very much a, a brand that's my baby. It's very much like a passion project um, that I'm just kind of I don't, I haven't been setting myself like goals and I must reach this amount of customers and I must do this, and I must do that. I'm, I'm using it as a learning opportunity, having loads of fun with it. And I think our next kind of stage is we're hopefully going to look at developing our own products and um, maybe move away from the marketplace model into selling our own products. Um, but yeah, I'm just enjoying having fun with it really. Enjoying, enjoying the ride. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, ride. Ride, the The roller coaster. <laughs> and any kind of... Um,
0: and just a comment from Curvy Girls, actually, she was talking about niching down that yeah, she's creating content intentionally. Is that, is that one of yours? Yeah. Uh, one of yours, <laughs> uh, creating content intentionally and being confident working with pitching my, to my ideal brands, which is great. And I think that once you know your own focus, the confidence comes through and when you're not trying to focus on everything, you cut out the noise and you oh, can be goodness. like more intentional, like Curvy Girls says as well. And any, um, any last tips in terms of things that are coming down the line or that, you know, if you're say, right, if there is one thing, let's say if there are three things that people should do on Instagram to grow their account, what would they be?
1: Um, first of all, um, that I would try to really connect with what growing your account means for you and your business, that in mind, because I think we get so caught up in, oh, I've got more followers. Oh, I've got followers. more likes. And we, we, ourselves to those kind of numbers but when you uh, align those numbers with what that actually means for your business and and focus on that that's uh, that's a great place to start um secondly i would say really lean into video content on instagram whether that's lives whether that's reels whether that's igtv i'm not a big fan of igtv but or, or stories um that is what instagram is really going to be pushing over this next year and and in the future is video content is that um more dynamic content so if you haven't got started on reels yet you haven't done your first live yet do it <laughs> get cracking yes. with it. um i really recommend that and then yeah lastly it's that um it's just being and i i don't like the word consistent because i th- feel people always conflate the word consistent with every day three times a day every day and i mean when you hear the word consistent that's what you think but that's not what i mean by consistent what i mean is finding your posting and creating rhythm um and batching content as much as much as you can um so that you are keeping up momentum and you're building momentum for yourself building momentum for your brand and you can keep it up in a really sustainable way not a way that's going to exhaust you not in a way that's going to make you hate the platform um, not the way that's going it's going to be a burden on you um in a way that's just going to be fun easy and great
0: and enjoyable I think, yeah. you know and like you say making it so then coming back to making it a positive experience rather than something that you don't want to do yeah but that was fantastic thank you very much vix for all your advice and tips and people can find you on at grow with vix at uh grow and glow and at 30 day reels and at ruby and Olive. so yeah everywhere. <laughs> but uh, thanks very much for your time and for Never. your advice and tips and i'm sure that everyone has found that really helpful so oh, yeah. have a lovely evening <laughs> thanks very much no, no. bye-bye thank you. Bye. thank you for listening and if you enjoyed that episode you can watch and listen to more instagram lives on my instagram account at the Byron retail coach And if you've enjoyed this podcast, then I'd love for you to leave a review or to subscribe and share with others that you know that will enjoy it as well. So I will see you next week. And as we've got a new episode every Thursday.